is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hello and good news. Hello, hello. I'm your host, Hannah Cannon Gator. This is the podcast where I sit down with a comedic guest and I tell them all about the people, the places, the current events affecting the world in a positive way. This week, it's a little bit of a different episode. It's a mini-sode, just a little palate cleanser. I have been traveling and had a crazy couple of weeks. I've been training a lot because I ran uh, or crawled up a mountain in Montana, and it was a wonderful experience, uh, but my life has been crazy, and I just decided to freaking slow it down this week. So we're going to do a little bit of a solo episode with some good news. And uh, just enough to get to you through the week. I want to talk about um, how to help out with Hurricane Harvey. I want to talk about how to help out with the fires in Montana. I want to talk about gratitude. And uh, that might just be it. So uh, I guess like normal, if you like the podcast, please rate and review and subscribe those reviews really help me out. It helps me get noticed in iTunes search results so this good news can get out there to the world a little bit more. And if you like to shop on Amazon, go ahead and use my link. You can do that by going to boardwalkaudio.com slash hello and good news and then click the support our artist buttons that, that's in the little right-hand corner there. What else? What else? Oh, also on Boardwalk Audio, every description has hyperlinks to the stories that I'm talking about. So if you want to see any more specifics about past episodes, you can always go there and click on the hyperlinks within the description. It should be the same on iTunes, but Boardwalk Audio is just a cool site and you should go check it out anyway. All right. Uh, well, like usual, without further ado, let's get to the good news. Good news. Good news. Good news. time we had some freaking real good news. So like I said, I was just in Montana. I did the craziest thing I've ever done in my life. I did this run called uh, the Rut Mountain Run and it is up Lone Peak in Big Sky, Montana and it is a 10,000 foot mountain and the race had uh, a 7,000 foot elevation gain. I wouldn't call what I did a race. I was only trying to finish, but it is a part of the reason that I am, I did finish barely, and it is a part of the reason I am so exhausted this week and why I have been out of town. Um, so I did that with Charles's sister, Hillary, who is an amazing, amazing woman, a mother of three. And I guess I was thinking, this week just about what an awesome experience that was and we almost didn't finish we almost got cut off because it took us a long time we were the very last ones to finish with the time they were pretty strict about cutoffs and a lot of people got did not finish and we made it by to the last checkpoint with uh 15 seconds to spare and like I said, it was the hardest thing I've ever done. It took us eight and a half hours. We almost didn't get to finish the race. And I've never been in that situation where I was like, I'm not going to finish this. I'm going to be disqualified. I'm the last person to be crossing the finish line. 
And that was a new experience and I think a really important one. It It's a little bit humbling and it really makes you, I had to, we both had to dig pretty deep and it took a lot to not give up. And a part of me was like, wow, I can't believe you're the last one to cross. And then the other part of me was like, that doesn't matter. You did something that was really hard <laughs> and it's okay. There's no such thing as like failing if you just try your hardest. And I think that was a really good reminder for me. Um, because I think it's a lot of times really hard for, or sorry, a lot of times it's really easy for us to get down on ourselves for things and be self-critical or put expectations up for ourselves. And it's just important to remember that if you do the dang best that you can do, that's all you can ask of yourself. And if you show up for yourself and you show up for the people around you, then don't be judgmental past that. Um, because at first I was kind of like, when we realized we wouldn't finish, I was like, oh my God. But then when we did, I was so, 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 so proud of us. And I cried a ton uh, at the finish line and I was in so much pain. I fell down 10 times. I was in nowhere near the shape that these people were who were actually running to win. Uh, just by example, it took me eight and a half hours. Part of that is because Hillary and I ran uh, an extra mile on accident because we took a wrong turn. Hey, there's another lesson. You can take a wrong turn and you'll still have to figure out how to get down the mountain. Um, and so it took us eight and a half hours. It took everybody else, not everybody else. It took the winners three and a half. Um, so those are some superhumans, y'all. I have no idea how that's physically possible. But so that's what I was doing, and I feel like I was reminded of some really awesome, important lessons. But my favorite, favorite part that I feel so grateful about was when we were all climbing up the steepest part, summiting to the top of Lone Peak, and it was so steep. It is steeper than anything I've ever hiked in my life. Um, and I'm, like, not a mountain climber, but I do hike. I'm from Wyoming, and this was so steep. And uh, we obviously, like I said, definitely not in the front of the pack, more in the middle and not the competitive part of the race. But I realized after a while, like after an hour went by that all these, like that I was surrounded by all women. Uh, this is about to be a very women positive story. Men, I love you, but I just want, this is a thing that I have to highlight. So in front of me were about 20 to 30, like I said, and behind me was the same. And it was what I started to notice was that uh, nobody was being competitive with each other. This was a crazy steep part of the mountain. You had to grab ropes at some point. It would get a little gusty at other points. It was steep. It was hard. It was so hard. And everyone was checking in with each other, asking, are you okay? Like, have you had water? Have you eaten anything? Hey, do you want to go in front of me? Oh, hey, watch out for that rock. It's loose. You might fall. Hey, don't grab onto this. It looks like you can, but actually don't because it's, look, be, be careful. Oh, grab onto this part. Do you want to go this way? Hey, let's sit down. Do you need water? This is incredible. How crazy is this view? This is so cool. Like, these are all quotes that I'm hearing. And I'm also realizing as I'm walking up, uh, crawling <laughs> up this peak that, women are just telling each other stories. And I was listening to uh, women talk about their pregnancies and the craziness of them. Oh my gosh, mothers, mothers who I know 
giant shout out to you. The preg- the stories I've heard from friends and pregnancies, I don't know how anyone does it. I'm t- <laughs> I'm so proud of you. And listening to that, listening to motherhood stories, listening to women talk about where they were from and what they were doing and where they were going and why they were doing the race. It was awesome. And as I was realizing this was happening, another woman behind me must have realized the same thing because she stopped and she was like, hey, has anyone noticed that it's all women up here? And then the woman behind her looked behind her, like out from behind her shoulder and said, yeah, all badass women. And then everyone was like, yeah. And we all had like a little girl power moment as much as we could because we all also wanted to cry. But uh, that was my favorite moment. We were on top of a mountain 10,000 feet tall and we could see the whole world around us. And it was just a very, very supportive moment. Um, So I guess what I'm saying is this week I wanted to focus a little bit on like gratitude and things I am grateful for in my life. And that is one of the moments things I think it's important to sit and reflect on our own communities and feeling supported by community because we are, excuse me, because we are supported so often. And it's something I take for granted a lot, my community and my family and this was a for example a community of strangers still supporting each other um i just think especially with all the news uh that gets focused on the most and the distance and the separation between people uh the the hate crimes that happen like the most important thing we can do is continue to let our good communities thrive and support each other and unify with each other and put energy towards good things. So that is one thing I was thinking about. Like, man, I'm lucky to have a community here in Los Angeles. I'm lucky to have a community um, back home in Montana and Wyoming. And I walk into stranger communities. Like there's so many stranger interactions that happen every day that are good and not bad. It's like so very rare that I have a negative uh, interaction with a stranger. They happen, and I know some of that is, is privilege that I haven't had that. I'm aware of that, but I also would say, yeah, that like I think people are good, and we should keep cultivating that within each other. All right, that's my that's my spiel about that. And so I asked, I uh, put a very dorky. Uh, status out that wanting to know what people are grateful for um, and how they feel supported by their community. And then I also got some quotes from people about the same thing, which I want to share. And the sentiments I got from people who did respond is also glad to be a part of a community that accepts, this is a quote, I'm glad to be a part of a community that accepts but also challenges me to grow. I've matured more than I ever thought I could, and I've still got a long way to go. It's a wonderful reminder that you can never stop, and you should never stop learning about the world around you. Another quote, I'm so grateful for my friends that have stuck by my side through my most trying times and rooted me even when I didn't think I could make it. I can't believe how lucky I am for the support system I have around me. It makes it easier to take on the challenges knowing that I have a safety net and always someone around to hug. 
Uh, I'm grateful to have stable employment, air conditioning, safe, clean, affordable housing, a supportive park part and a supportive partner. Uh, yes, I agree with all these things. So I don't know. This might be a little corny. Maybe you don't want to hear it today. But if you're having a bad day, think of the stuff that you're really grateful for and take deep breaths with that because I think there's actually a lot. And when I have the hardest time, I start with this stuff like I have lungs that work. I have a brain that works. I have like start with the little stuff and work your way out. And uh, once I start doing that, my list gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then I realize, holy crap, I'm so freaking lucky. Okay, Kara Myers, what are you grateful for? I won't say your name in the thing. You can say my name. That's fine. Oh, man, I'm grateful for so much. But I'm honestly very grateful to have so many supportive and wonderful friends in both Chicago and Los Angeles and really like all over the United States. I'm a lucky girl. And I feel lucky every day to be surrounded by such amazing people. And like this one is typical of me, but I'm also really grateful for my cat because she's the best and she's so cute and she cuddles and she knows she watches me shower and it's a nice time. <laughs> That's so creepy. <laughs> she watches me shower, but it's not about me. It's about the water. She watches everybody shower. It's really cute. And it's moments like that where I'm like, why am I like, what do I have like I wish I was her she worries about nothing and she's just a cute little kitty you know and I just feed her and I love her and all my friends are the best I have two nieces and a nephew uh, and my uh, oldest niece is five and just started kindergarten like last week uh, and man she's the best but also the middle niece her name's Emmy Jane and she's like already really weird uh, like she, she has like a side emo cut just naturally, like her hair just all parts to the right side. Uh, and she wants to dance all the time with everybody. Uh, but dancing to her is just like, you spin around in a circle and hold her arms. So she flies around like a, uh, like one of those fairground rides with the seats that like, yeah, you go horizontally. Uh, it's like, she's just delightful and she has so much fun all the time. Uh, but she's still like, she's a weird kid already. I like it. Uh, Wow, I mean, I'm also so grateful to have such great friends and just like, I'm so grateful to have this improv community of amazing people and just, just such a, it's just such an awesome group of supportive, really amazing people. And I'm grateful to have such a awesome family who's been here for me through everything and I wouldn't be able to be able to do what I'm doing right now if it wasn't for them. Uh, I'm really dick, I'm grateful for the Lord album. Uh, the new Lord, straight out, honestly, the Lord, if there was a Lord Owl, I would be grateful for the Lord Owl. Uh, every song on the album is great. Uh, yeah, I think those are the two things I care about. My nieces, my nephew, and the Lord album. Um, I'm really grateful for my mom. Um, ev like, even though we're very different people, we don't necessarily like... Like, we always get along. We don't fight a lot. But, like, sometimes I just have to, like, hang up like when she's, like, bugging me about something or other. But we talked on the phone today and, like, just ended up 
laughing a lot. We were talking about like me and like how stuff like has been going like not great for me, but we were like laughing about it the whole time. We were just like, yeah, I'm in like a real fucking mess right now. And I was like laughing going into the post office to send her her birthday card, which made me feel really good. Um, and I also am grateful for the ability to order food from my car. Um, to be able to be in my car and order the food and then receive the food in my car and then go home and like I've gotten food without taking a step. Uh, I think I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for strangers being friendly, like people you don't know. And I was just walking down the street. <laughs> I was like walking down the street on the way over here and this this lady just like smiled at me like really like genuinely just like hey what's going on like and she looked like she'd been through like like not a great day like kind of like a little tired and rough and everything but and we were both looking down we both had the wherewithal like look up and then she smiled and I said oh, like, oh. and then today when I was working I do like delivery and every time I'm at like a four-way stop and I you have that moment with strangers like when they're either to the right or left of you and you're like are we are we doing this and then someone goes like go for it like those little moments when I'm feeling like down or shitty, that's like, oh, that's right. We're all kind of nice to each other, like generally nice to each other most of the time. Uh, I'm grateful for, I mean, I am grateful for dance. Um, <laughs> it always gives me a, a release of tension and emotion when I need it. And whenever I go too long without doing it, I get cranky and like very like uh, anxious. And then I'm just like, oh, I need to just go dancing. I'm also great. I'm grateful for my my parents and my family because they are great. I'm like, I'm glad I have two parents that support me. Uh, I always say that one of like a privilege that I have in my life is that I have like a, a supportive family, and that's like something that I've come to realize is not always true. And I think that that's like something that I really appreciate. Um, I'm grateful for my nephew. He's so little. He's a little baby, and it's so great. I'm, has anyone said the community yet? Because I'm very, like, I don't know, like, this half. Like, past Alec. Nice to meet you. I'm Jake. <laughs> um, I'm grateful for my mom. Because, like, I feel like I, like, totally thought she was, like, a jerk when I was a kid. But now I'm like, she's so sweet. You know what I mean? Every time I talk to her, I'm like, she gets me. Okay. Um, I'm grateful for Diet Coke. That sounds stupid, but, it, like, gets me up in the morning. It's genuine. And it's the little things, right? Like carbonation, like, just like, mmm, yummy. I'm thankful for snow when I go home to visit New York. I'm thankful for Callie and Cosi for being great friends and TV shows because they're your friend no matter what. <laughs> I'm thankful for TV shows as well. Uh, Miranda and Cosi. Uh, my mom, my dad. My brother and sister, Miranda's mom. Um, family, it's the most important thing in the world. My mom and dad, um, they're super awesome. I'm grateful for oxygen, because um, it helps us breathe. No, no, it's responsible for us being alive. I'm grateful for photosynthesis, because same thing. That's what's up. Cool. One, one of my favorite athletes of all time, Bill Russell, he once said, <laughs> he, but seriously though, he's a really smart guy. And he, he, he once said the first thing, the first thing that I knew in this world is that my mom and dad loved me. Uh, that was the first thing I ever knew. And, uh, 
that was the first thing that I ever knew too that uh, that my mom and dad loved me and uh, ever since that day they haven't they haven't stopped loving me but what I'm really grateful for is that they haven't uh, stopped pushing me either to say like hey this is if this is your dream really go for it and like really like go after it every single day um, I'm really thankful for my three sisters uh, I'm thankful that I only have sisters because uh, like I because uh, you, you know like when I was young when I was young I was always like oh, I wish I had like someone who wanted to tackle me in the yard and, and stuff like that but like but like they all three of my sisters are in their own way are the most delightful person I've ever met um, I'm grateful for my family <laughs> and my cat and Disney and chocolate cake and ice cream and vacations <laughs> and my friend <laughs> and uh what else oh i'm grateful for having a job <laughs> you know and having a car and um and that's it. Oh, uh, and like Jack Dawson for the air in my life. <laughs> and a fresh sheet of paper. I'm grateful for gluten-free pancakes uh, at Millie's. They're great. RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm grateful for nature. I'm grateful for other dogs, for other people's dogs. And the fact that they let me pet them so often. Because, like, sometimes I'll be bummed out. There's a dog. Hey, can I pet your dog? And they're like, okay, cool. And then that's what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful uh, for the fact that life is a choice. And you can choose to live it or choose not to at any time. Finally, I'm really grateful for the sweetness. Uh, that's what I call those moments when you're not thinking about anything else except... Uh, for how happy you are uh, doing what you're doing and then your mind is literally clear. Um, so also speaking of Montana, just to get back to that really quick, it is on fire uh definitely felt that when i was there it's crazy hazy there is so much smoke everywhere it's moving down into my hometown or home state wyoming that's how big the fires are it's like the smoke is like what's up wyoming there's like sky is running out of space and work it's smoke is coming down here so and it's bad it's taking people's homes um people really need help and I looked at a list of where all the fires are. You can look it up because there is also some happening in Oregon and Idaho, also California. We were gone the week I was traveling this week, but uh, apparently Los Angeles was on fire in a giant way. So it is hot. It is hot and things are starting on fire. And that's, I mean, it's crazy. So if you want to help out with uh, donating one of the programs, uh, I have a hyperlink to the articles that I looked up that have just have link after link of each one. 
But one of the places is called the 406 Family Aid Foundation. 406 is the area code for all of Montana. That's right. Uh, we have one area code for the entire state. So that'll be easier to remember. Um, the mission of 406 Family Aid is to aid persons and their families in western Montana who are experiencing financial hardship caused by unforeseen illness, complications of previous illness, loss in the family, or a natural disaster. Um, so you can go to their website, 406 Family Foundation, and all of donations right now are going to the evacuees of the Lolo Peak Fire to help them with all of the damages and any help that they need. Uh, 406 Family Aid Foundation. Again, if you don't feel like writing this down, click on the hyperlink in the iTunes description for how to help with Montana fires. Um, another organization is called the United Way in Missoula County. This is, uh, I love Missoula. That's where I went to school. That's where so much of my chosen family lives. So um, this is also set up to help with the Lolo Peak fires. Um, Missoula is a smaller chapter, is one of the chapters and affiliates to United Way Worldwide, which United Way Worldwide is the nation's largest charity, has 1,800 affiliates in 45 countries. It's raised more than $4 billion annually. Uh, it, the main mission is just to improve lives by harnessing the power of communities themselves. So uh, they set the United Way Worldwide sets a leadership example for local United Ways to follow. And uh, local United Ways work to basically support their community to change community conditions. They work to um, raise funds for community purposes and see that those funds are allocated in a in a good way um they are one of the most effective human service organizations in missoula county and in just the past year their collective impact has been seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars in terms of direct grants and leadership involvement in in efforts to build a better community for everyone so they partner with donors and funded programs and different diverse partners throughout the community and they just work to make Missoula a better place. This is what each United Way chapter does. So Yellowstone has one as well. The link um, in the hyperlink that I have takes you to the Yellowstone uh, United Way. You can get to the Missoula one just by typing in Missoula United Way and it'll take you there. Both have links, I believe, to uh, donate and help with the current fires. Um, but the Missoula one, especially, it's like right on their front page, how to help with the Sealy Fire, the Lolo Fire, um, how to volunteer. The Yellowstone one has all of that as well. And in addition to that, how to help with Hurricane Harvey, which I'll go into more stuff about that soon. But United Way is the way. Uh, it's an awesome program, and uh, it's cool that it exists in so many communities throughout all over. So those are some ways to help. I'm specifically talking about Montana because I was just there and uh, I consider it a second home. But also, like I said, Oregon, California, Idaho, there oh, and like BC is being greatly affected, which I talked about last week. So if you want to donate, if you're like, I want to donate to something in the world this week, choose any of those spots and just Google which state you love the most in fires. Um, but Montana 
if you want to pick a place. It's so beautiful and everybody needs help there. So, so go donate. Um, let's see. The other thing I wanted to talk about is Hurricane Harvey. Um, oh, I do have, I think I do have a little, a, uh, I have a good tidbit about a Hurricane Harvey moment. Um, so in Beaumont, Texas, their, uh, city had no water. Um, I think that it was actually in, oh, it is in Beaumont, but I also want to say Rockport, which is, uh, I believe near the towns I was talking about in the story, uh, last week with Noah. But so in a city with, there was, the city had no water, everything had been shut down. And, um, there is this guy, Bill Zhang, who, uh, also, so he has like a hovercraft and he has been, uh, in addition to this story, he's been also like helping people and saving people, pulling people out, Um, he's a, he's like a relief worker. And so he's been like floating through flooded neighborhoods and checking and rechecking on, on houses and, um, every like rescuing things. But this time what he found, so he found, uh, in all the rundownness of the flood, just a crate, like the photos, everything is, there's just water everywhere from the hurricane and all the flooding. And so there was a giant Coca-Cola warehouse and he got permission from Coca-Cola and it was completely abandoned and had been shut down because of the flooding. It was just like this entire place has been evacuated. Um, and so he got permission from Coca-Cola to break in with like a hacksaw basically and, uh, grab all of the water that he could and get it to rescue victims or (laughs) to hurricane victims uh just as a sidebar zang is the president of hovercraft uh unlimited which is a company and um he is a he drove so he came to texas from rockport illinois with two hovercrafts to just basically help go around and rescue hurricane victims which is awesome And so this article that I found, it just is going into everybody's stories of um, the moments they've had of connection and of like having moments of adrenaline and helping people or finding water and having that moment of like, oh my God, thank God. Um, Yeah, there is so much hardship going on there right now. Nothing, no sentence I say can summarize it in a way that is adequate or eloquent. Um, let's see, Cassidy Meeks, um, she came down U.S. Route 69 northeast of Beaumont looking to just help people, pull her, like help save people. Um, she met a woman at a nearby Shell gas station who said her brother was trapped on the highway by rushing water from the flooded pine and she didn't have it. So Meeks didn't have any special gear or anything at her disposal. And so she just fought, she followed this woman and, um, she uh, like just started walking towards 
where she thought it would be. And the she was using the highway's concrete median for support because the water was all the way up to her, her neck. And she ended up, she was like making her way towards him. And she was able to flag down Zhang, the hovercraft guy who came down from Illinois. And um, she told him that she couldn't find uh, this brother that this woman was talking about. And, but that, like, we have to go find him. And he was so, wor- he was so worried about being able to find him. But seven minutes later, um, he found him. And the boy's name was Corey Adams. And he saved his life. So this guy Zang, you guys, he's being a superhero with a hovercraft. And he's come down from Illinois. And the whole, like, just the whole point of the story We got to send help to Texas. There's people who are going down there, which is amazing. Um, There's people saving people. There's people breaking into Coca-Cola warehouses, zombie style, and pulling people out of the water in hovercrafts that they drove down from part of the United States. And so from far away, we got to do what little we can. And here are some ways uh, to help. So... Let's see. Uh, There are some local organizations set up. The Hurricane Harvey Relief Fund is a big one that was uh, set up by Houston's mayor and uh, administered by the Greater Houston Community Foundation. And uh, same as with Montana, I have a hyperlink to the articles that have all of these links. But just if you Google, I mean, just just Google. Google's great for stuff like this. Um, The Boys and Girls Club of Greater Houston is opening its doors at no charge this week, offering extended hours as a shelter. The Houston Food Bank and uh, the Food Bank of Corpus Christi, they're asking for donations for food, uh, donations of food. The South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has updated. uh, This is a big this is a pretty big one. Um, they have posted an updated list of donor locations. Uh, so if you want to donate blood, uh, huge, that's a big way to help. Um, you can go donate blood that is needed. There are a lot of people injured and a lot of people in hospital. Um, let's see. Same with Carter Blood Care, which covers hospitals in the north central and east part of Texas. Um, uh, the, the, there's animals all over being picked up. So the Houston Humane Society, the San Antonio Humane Society, um, the Houston Society for Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, all of those can, will take donations. And, uh, if you have, they have an emergency hotline as well. Um, and you can donate on their website. Uh, the Texas Diaper Bank, this is a big one, like the blood, which I feel both of these things I feel like at first are not the first things I think of, but seeing it printed out, I'm like, oh, yes, of course. What an awesome way to help. Um, they're asking for diapers and wipes, which can be dropped off in person or mailed to 5415 Bandera Road, Suite 504, San Antonio, Texas. Um, that is such a huge one. I cannot imagine having an infant in this uh, situation or being at a shelter. Um with a family this uh, so stuff like that makes a huge difference a united way of greater houston united way um they had a flood they have a flood relief fund that's going to be used to help 
with immediate needs and long-term services. Like I talked about uh, with the episode I had with our front porch, it's the long-term that is huge. I feel like in natural disasters like this, uh, everybody jumps in in the beginning, but it's the long-term where people really, really need the help. So long-term services are big, um, especially when it comes to things like home repair and things like that. So United Way of Houston, um, LGBTQ Disaster Relief Fund, they uh, will help people rebuild their lives with counseling, case management, direct assistance, uh, shelf-stable food, furniture, housing, and more. And let's see, another national... Okay, I've talked about this in a past episode, but All Hands Volunteers, which is one of my most favorite volunteer organizations. You can donate through their website. They already have... um, They already have all hands volunteers on deck and they have committed to being on the ground for the next two years, helping families recover from the disaster. That's that long term term thing I'm talking about. You can uh, donate through them, which I will probably do. They are just one of my favorite like organizations. And uh, you can also offer to come and volunteer if you are looking for a way to volunteer, but don't know how I feel like all hands does a great job of like uh organizing and getting people to where they need to be uh their website is great go to www.hands.org it's one of my favorites yeah let's all contribute in at least a little bit of a way um it is so important um yeah the list of the list of um, national volunteer organizations that are helping is, uh, huge. Um, if you like, I, I love all hands volunteers, but just look through the list. If there's something that speaks out to you, like it's all about finding what, what you connect with and then helping them. Um, you caring is another fundraising page. Um, this is the one set up by JJ Watt. Did you guys freaking hear about this? He is like in four days, he had raised $19 million. Uh, so cool. Helping out Hurricane Harvey. Uh, I think that's all I want to talk about this week. This is already a long episode, even though I said it was a mini sode. Um, thank you for listening to me talk by myself and with all these listicles and just listing stuff. Um, come back next week for a regular episode with a guest and all that fun stuff. Go donate to either Montana or any of the fires or the hurricane. Give some blood. If you're in the South, you're closer to there and you can send stuff or go, go to there, um, or give blood and have it show up quickly. And if you are far away you can still be of help. So, and uh, remember, despite all the crazy, remember that there are things to be grateful for. Hold up your communities that you are currently in. Hold each other up. Support each other. uh, Be grateful for the people in your life and the things in your life that you have that are good. And thanks. Thanks for listening. Good news later.
than a BoardWalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardWalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.